friends, this is Christina with your Soul Care Minute. Let's pause. Let's take that deep soul breath and remind ourselves and those around us that life matters. You are not replaceable and hope is real. Hey there, friends. This is Christina broadcasting to you today from the beautiful Clearwater Valley. Today's Soul Care Minute is brought to you by you, the listener supporters who are paying it forward. Thank you for caring for your souls and the souls of others. The Robins have returned. Such a beautiful promise of hope that spring and green will emerge from all of this mud. Mm, mud. No one likes rain-soaked earth full of seed and all the impressions it leaves on floors and carpets and hallways, unless you're a robin or a three-year-old. Do you remember? That one Easter Sunday, you are best dressed with those new cute rain boots. And there was that one daunting, inviting, irresistible mud puddle just outside of the sanctuary doors, waiting for your power waiting for the collision of boot and mud and the spray of the water to declare to the world, you are a change maker. Oh, the sheer delight of splash and smash, the gleam of triumph in your eyes and the smile that wouldn't leave your lips. Well, that is until you looked into the horrified eyes of your mother and saw her carefully orchestrated vision of the perfect family portrait melt into her own puddle of despair that moment, that moment where you enjoying your joy, it became revelation to your young soul that all of that exhilaration, all that freedom was somehow bad, real bad. That moment that became for you the moment where you taught the exterior is so much more important to validate than the interior. And you file that painful moment away, but not without perhaps a cursory glance back at the puddle, still radiating ripples from your well-timed pounce. Mmm, that joy. I've been thinking a lot about joy lately and how I have forgotten or perhaps stifled those feelings and that fullness of joy in my life. I've been recently challenged to journey through a month of jotting down the simple things that I delight in. Who would have thought it would be so difficult? But I'm doing it. And what I'm finding out is that there is a lot more joy waiting for my discovery in a day than gloom, despair, and agony on me. I've discovered that the sight of robins, it makes me smile deep and smile the whole length of my drive off the mountain. I was grinning at the sight of them because it reminded my heart that winter isn't forever and the mud filled with life will soon dry and be tillable and plantable. And then there it is gardening. Oh, the anticipation of that, of the warm earth and my hands and seeds. I love seeds and the sound of the wren returning to her nest. She is the best mosquito hunter ever. By the time I pulled in the office today, my heart felt lighter and more hope-filled. That one intentional mental exercise to think on something that brought me joy was a great reminder to me of how easy it is 
to slumber my way through the day. To pay attention, the poet Mary Oliver said, is our endless and proper work. To pay attention. This reminds me of a story that the ancient poet Rumi was told by his mentor and one which he then shared as part of his own discourses. I told this story to a group at a recent retreat and invited us all to consider the symbolism within and ask ourselves some questions. What is our monster? What is the water of life needing freed? I want to share that story with you today. It goes like this. A caravan of men and camels crossed a desert and reached a place where they expected to find water. Instead, they found only a hole going deep into the earth. They lowered bucket after bucket into the hole, but the rope each time came back empty. No bucket and no water. They then began to lower men into the hole, but the men, too, disappeared off the end of the rope. Finally, a wise man among the party volunteered to go down into the hole in search of water. When the wise man reached to the bottom of the hole, he found himself face to face with a horrible monster. The wise man thought to himself, I can't hope to escape from this place, but I can at least remain aware of everything I am experiencing. The monster said to him, I will let you go only if you answer my question. He answered, well, ask your question. The monster said, where is the best place to be? The wise man thought to himself, I don't want to hurt his feelings. If I name some beautiful city, he may think I'm disparaging his hometown, or maybe this hole is the place he thinks is best. So to the monster, he said, the best place to be is wherever you feel at home, even if it's a hole in the ground. The monster said, you are so wise that I will not only let you go, but I will also free the foolish men who came down before you, and I will release the water in this well. In Rumi's story, there is the individual choice made by the wise man to go deep into the unknown darkness of the well in search of life-giving water. In this, he chose to remain aware of what he was experiencing instead of shutting his eyes to the terror of darkness and the threat of a lurking monster. I also found it fascinating the amount of courtesy and respect the wise man gave towards the monster. It made me think how often have we treated our own spiritual, emotional, creative dryness with disdain and fear, sometimes horror. How often have we approached the well only to shrink back after the first couple of buckets are dropped without success? And we feel the weight and that pressure of failure. As we head into our rest, our Sabbath this weekend, I want to encourage you to find some space and, and ask yourself some of these questions. Beginning 
with do I know what brings me joy? Let that lead to who needs to be free in my life that has been a victim of the monster in the well. Ask yourself what is the monster guarding this well of creative life-giving force within. Speak gently to him. Speak honestly and with respect. What does he say? What question does he ask you? Whatever the monster we face in the darkness, we need to face it individually, with our eyes wide open, bringing gentleness and courtesy to the encounter. We need to mysteriously trust that our engagement with the monster, with ourselves, will not only free the well, but give those companions around us a satisfying drink of cool water. I would love to hear your progress in the journey of what brings you joy and what is your monster. Please take a minute and record your own experience in the well and send it to me. You can do that through my podcast host site, which is anchor.fm forward slash Christina Dammerman. There's a little button you can click and it says message. Record your story and send that to me. Or you can visit my website, www.soulcare.me or message me on Facebook at Soul Care Minute. Until we meet again, I bless you with the courage to be aware and the courage to know your joy and the courage to live your one wild and precious life. Thanks for listening today and for supporting a Soul Care Minute podcast with your time and your resources. Each monthly contribution made to a Soul Care Minute helps to provide life recovery counseling to those who can't afford to get the soul care they need. Please share this podcast with your friends and their friends, and let's create a vibrant community of souls enjoying their joy. Until next time, my friend, be whole.